0: Hi friends, Isabel from IsabelDrawn.com with Loud Whisper Reignite Your Voice podcast where we unleash and reclaim our voices, find peace and joy, and gain the freedom to create the life that you desire. Welcome to another episode. And if you're new here, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're very excited that you're here. I am extremely excited that you're here because I want to share with you why I created this space For women, loud whisper, reignite your voice. See, for so many years, I believe that women have been screaming for help on the inside, but no one ever hears them because it comes out as a whisper. Women have not been allowed to be seen, not been allowed to be heard, and have been silenced for so many years. So I figured, why not create a space, a community, an environment where women like you and I from all over the world, can come and share our stories of how we overcame adversities in life because your story can be a blueprint for another woman's life your story can save another woman your story can encourage another woman to get up today your story can inspire and empower another woman so that's why I wanted to create this safe space where we can come and learn and unlearn and become the best versions of ourselves So again, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome. Please catch us every Wednesday. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Well, today is a special topic. Today, I would like to talk about self-betrayal. I know some people are saying, what is she talking about self-betrayal? What does she mean by self-betrayal? I know we've been accustomed to other people betraying us, but we're not accustomed to the notion that we could be betraying ourselves. See, the worst betrayal you will ever experience in life is not betrayal from others, but betrayal from yourself. And I'll say that again. The worst betrayal you can ever experience in life is not betrayal from others, but betrayal from yourself. Because when we're self-betraying, We don't love and accept ourselves for who we are. And when we're self-betraying, we're doing this in so many different ways, in small ways and big ways, consciously and unconsciously. When you consciously betray yourself is when you have you have that gut feeling. Something in your gut is telling you either to say no or to not agree with the situation. But then you go ahead and ignore it. You ignore that voice. That's you being aware. When you're unaware like me, I was unaware for so many years that I've been betraying myself. You unconsciously do it because it became a habit. That was my being. That was who I was. So I was unconsciously betraying myself constantly. Sometimes I was consciously uh, betraying myself too. But for some of us, it started from a little child. You start betraying yourself from a little kid and you you don't even realize it. So for me, it was like a survival mechanism. Yeah. I never felt like I belonged growing up. I was loved, but I never felt like I belonged. So for me, my best bet when I'm in environments and around other people, I want everybody to be happy. I want everybody to have peace. And it's true. Most people that know me know that I want people to be happy, to have peace and joy. Yeah. But I did it growing up because I did not want to rock the boat. I was a people pleaser. It was safer for me to be a people pleaser because I didn't know who I was. And I didn't belong. So the best way for me to do is to have peace. I always say I want to make peace. But as I started digging deep inside within myself and doing an introspection of my habits, my thoughts and my emotions and paying attention to those. I realized that I was using that as a survival mechanism. Betraying myself so that there's peace. So there's no friction around me. Because I didn't know, I I didn't feel like I belonged anywhere. I didn't know who I was. So I used that as a tool. And as years went by, I found myself constantly betraying myself. But when I decided to dig deep, as I mentioned earlier, and start pulling things out of me, is when I started noticing some habits, some traits, some of the things that I, that I was doing that were making my body cringe, that were triggering something in my gut. And I started paying attention to those. And that's why I wanted to have this discussion with you because this is part of the big pie of the journey that the different compartments that you have to deal with in order to become whole. You're not going to do it all at one time. This is a process. And that's why I always do my coaching. I do it in sections because you want to deal and feel everything so you can start to understand and know yourself. So here are a few ways that I identified with that made me realize I was betraying myself. And I wanted to share some of them with you. The number one thing is I notice you lose yourself. You start living outside of yourself. And what does that look like? You live outside of yourself because you base your life on the opinions and expectations of others. So however other people think about you, feel about you, that's how you want to live your life. You live your life seeking validation. You live your life seeking approval. You're constantly searching. You're constantly chasing. But you always feel empty inside because you're living outside of who you are. You're constantly wanting to please people. You want people to love you. You want people to validate you so bad. But in that process, you end up losing who you are. And then what happens in turn, you become very angry and resentful to the people closest to you or even the people away from you, the people in your life, period. You become very resentful and angry with them. And you start pointing fingers. This person did this. This person betrayed me. That person betrayed me. This person did this. When the truth is, and wait for it, you don't want to hear this, the truth is, you are the one that's betraying yourself. It's easier to blame other people that other people are betraying you. You are actually the one betraying yourself because people only treat you the way you treat yourself, right? You teach people how to treat you. People only treat you the way you allow them to treat you. You are the one that sets the stage of how people are going to treat you. So you lose yourself in the process. You become very indecisive, very hard to make decisions. You cannot make any decisions for yourself. You're constantly asking other people for your opinion because you've been living your life for so many years, paying attention to everybody else, telling you who, when, and how you should be. And that's what you pay attention to. So then you start living outside yourself. You find yourself in a life of searching. You're never satisfied. You're constantly searching. Another way is you lose your power. You lose the power of choice. You lose the power to make the decision. When you lose power, you silence yourself. When you lose power, you cannot show up for yourself. When you lose power, you cannot stand up for yourself. When you lose power, you lose the willpower within you. That willpower that's given to us by the higher power, the almighty. You lose that. So when you lose that, you become very helpless. When you lose your willpower, you don't even have the courage to say, I am going to do this for myself today. I am going to show up for myself. Because you don't even have the willpower within you. You've relinquished your power. The most dangerous thing you can do in life is relinquish your power to somebody else or to other people. Because they will play with you and they will toy with your mind, with your body and your soul. When you lose your power... It's like you've lost everything. It's kind of like you, you you stop living. So please be very mindful that you do not lose your power to other people. Hold on to your power. And holding on to your power starts with you getting to know who you are. Another one, not having clear and healthy boundaries. You have to create healthy boundaries for yourself. And when I talk about boundaries, I'm not saying you don't want people around you. You're constantly telling people, no, no, that's not what I'm talking about. When I talk about clear and healthy boundaries, what I'm talking about is when you have clear and healthy boundaries, you are saying to yourself that you love yourself. You are respecting yourself. You're creating an environment for yourself on your terms. And that's how you will show up in life. And that's how people will treat you because you only get in life what you put out. So if you feel like people are constantly stepping over your boundaries, people are constantly in your face, people are constantly just, there is no line. That is because that's how you've showed up. And it's okay for them. You cannot get upset because you've taught them how to treat you. That was really a big thing for me. That was an aha moment for me. It was an awakening, yeah? But through this whole process, I want you to remember to be very gentle with yourself and be very kind to yourself. Most importantly, forgive yourself for allowing these things to happen. The healing process, it needs compassion. You have to have some compassion for yourself because this is the process this is what healing is about so please don't forget to be gentle and kind with yourself another way that i just thought about comparison you live your life comparing yourself with everyone else i am not as good as she is i am not as smart as this person i am not i don't live as good as they do I don't have as much money as they do. You're constantly comparing yourself with other people, and that is a dangerous road to take. It's the road of comparison because it's true. It steals your joy. You don't have any peace or joy when you're constantly comparing yourself, and that is because you are constantly reaffirming to yourself that you're not good enough. When you're constantly comparing yourself, you can look at other people and help them And by looking at them, they help you by motivating you, yeah? You want to become a better version of yourself. We all look at other people and say, this person inspires me. Look for people to inspire you, not for when you look at other people, you become envious or you think you're not good enough because of who they are. No. Everything you need and you require in life, you have it within you. It's just for you to realize that. So you have to stop comparing yourself. Comparison is is truly dangerous. It pulls away your self-worth. Talk about relinquishing your power. You relinquish all your power when you compare yourself because there is nothing about yourself that you're going to like. Start focusing on things that you like about yourself. So those are a couple of things and ways that I noticed that I was betraying myself. I hope that made some sense to you. So now I'm going to flip it and tell you different ways to start working on stopping to betray yourself. The first thing that I would encourage you to do is be still. I know a lot of people tell me, even in my coaching sessions, when I tell people about being still, they look at me like I'm crazy sometimes, but I'm telling you this. There is nothing as powerful as being still. You can hear and feel so much more when you're still than when you're moving. When you become still, you get in touch with your intuition. Because remember, we lose ourselves when we self-betray ourselves, meaning we lose touch with our intuition, with our inner voice, and our moral compasses. But when you become still, you start to hear yourself. You start to feel yourself breathe. Take five breaths. Take a deep breath in. Open mouth. Exhale. Five times. When was the last time you actually sat down and heard and felt yourself breathe? Give yourself five to ten minutes. I mean, you will have to create moments where you can find peace, quietness, stillness. For you to get acquainted again with your voice. For you to hear yourself. To start getting in touch again, connected to your intuition. That's what you have to do is be still. Another one is beginning to trust yourself. But in order for you to start trusting yourself, first you have to be still. You have to start trust yourself and be very honest with yourself. Look at yourself and say, this is where I am in life. This is my life today, whether good, bad or indifferent. It really doesn't matter. It's nobody's business. This is your life. You can make a change in your life. Whenever you're ready, whenever you feel like it, this is your journey. Look at yourself and say, this is where I'm at right now. This is where I'm at in life. Where do I want to go? Get very clear about what you want in life. Get very clear and ask yourself, what kind of life do I want to live? But you have to be honest with yourself. When you start being honest with yourself, you operate from a space of authenticity. When you start being honest with yourself, you will start trusting yourself again because you're telling yourself the truth, whether it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. So then you're giving yourself space to start trusting yourself. And when you start trusting yourself is when you start believing in yourself. Just continue to trust yourself until you believe in yourself. And the more you start trusting yourself, the more you will start trusting your intuition, the more you start trusting your inner voice. The relationship that you have with yourself is the foundation for everything. The trust that you have within yourself and for yourself and to yourself is the foundation for everything. You have to remove yourself from living your life based on other people's opinions and expectations of you, and you have to bring yourself within and start trusting yourself again. No matter what, no matter what, don't judge yourself too much. Don't be ashamed of your past. Don't be ashamed of what has happened. Start now. Be honest with yourself. This is your life. So that's number two, to be honest with yourself. I wanted to, in fact, I forgot to mention this earlier. This has a lot to do with trust. It has a lot to do with power and trust. So I'll squeeze this in really quick. When I talked about relinquishing power as some of the things that you do when you're betraying yourself, I forgot to tell you a story actually of how I used to sell myself. Like I had created this story for myself when I had lost power. I would say, I like to compromise. I'm just the type of person who likes to compromise because I want to see everybody happy. I want everybody to have peace and joy. Those that know me know that I like for people to be happy and have peace and joy. But I was unconsciously betraying myself so much that I sold myself the story to say that I'm just the type of person who compromises because I'm good to people. I compromise. Yeah. But in actual reality, I was not compromising myself. I was sacrificing myself. And listen to me when I tell you this, because when you compromise yourself is when you, you are a willing participant in whatever the compromise is about, in making the final decision. Right. So when you compromise yourself, you're not going to walk away and then say, I can't believe I did that. Or you have that gut feeling, that trigger that I was talking about. And you're saying, oh, I can't believe I did that. You're not going to have that because you are a participant. You're a willing participant in coming up with the decision or whatever was happening, whether in regards to you, whatever the situation is, the environment, you are a willing participant in the final decision. But when you sacrifice yourself, you suppress yourself. When you sacrifice yourself, you minimize yourself. And I understand sacrifice can come in so many different ways. I'm a mother and most of us women, we're nurturers. So you don't have to be a mother. We're always nurturing or taking care of somebody. So aunties, sisters, friends, everybody. We're nurturing somebody some way, shape or form. So we're all mothering someone. During that process of nurturing and mothering someone, we tend to sacrifice ourselves. And that is fine. Those are the parts of sacrifice or sacrificial that we're like, okay, this is part of life. But the difference was I was sacrificing myself every day, even with the littlest things. Even with things as little as, I'm very exhausted today and I don't think that I'm going to cook. And for me to say, no, I'm not going to cook. I will sit down, okay, take a deep breath, relax, and figure out another way for the people in my household to eat. Something that simple. No, I will not go out. I will stay home. Something that simple. I sacrificed myself. My voice was suppressed. My voice was not being heard. And I called myself someone who compromises. That's the story that I had told myself. So be mindful of the stories that you're telling yourself when you're doing things that do not feel right or when you're doing things that make you feel like you're not voicing your opinion or you're not being heard or you just don't feel like doing but you're forced to do it. Pay attention to those habits. Pay attention to the story that you're telling yourself, because I told myself this story and I just wanted to share with you guys before I um, finish out here. I'd forgotten to mention that part. So we talked about being still. We talked about trusting yourself and owning yourself and knowing yourself. Yeah. And being honest with yourself and getting clear with yourself, with what you want, with your life. We talked about that part. And then another one is um, boundaries. Create the healthy boundaries that I was talking about earlier. That doesn't mean you walk around being confrontational to everyone. That doesn't mean you walk around trying to prove a point to everyone. Just humble yourself and create a space for yourself that can respect yourself. Because boundaries is not about other people. Boundaries is you showing yourself how much you respect yourself. Boundaries is you showing yourself how much you love yourself. It truly is. So, yeah, create boundaries for yourself. Healthy boundaries. Use no when you need to say no. Say yes when you need to say yes. The only one that can protect yourself is you. The only one that can protect your heart, body, and soul is you. And you do that by creating boundaries, lovely, healthy, loving boundaries with the people around you. It just teaches them how to treat you. That's all that does. And when you teach people how to treat you, you become better. Because now you know yourself. You're getting to know yourself. And you're showing up in life as yourself. And not somebody else or trying to be somebody else. The hardest job on earth. I believe, it's when we're trying to live a life of being someone who we're not. That's the hardest job on earth. So create those boundaries. That's all it does. It just shows how much you respect yourself when you create your boundaries. It is nothing personal against the people around you. Nothing personal. It's actually loving because the more you love yourself, the easier it is to love other people. So you really both benefit. But then if you don't have boundaries and people are walking over you, you're getting upset and angry at them, then the relationships don't work. Relationships environments, it just doesn't work. So please create healthy boundaries. And there's so many other things that we can discuss. I'll continue this topic some other time. Like I mentioned, this is just one part of the components, right? Of the journey to self and which is self discovery. So I want to end. Today, I hope this really resonated with you out there. I hope it helped you start on your journey of paying attention to yourself, of being still, okay, getting in touch with your intuition, getting in touch with your voice, getting in touch with your moral compass, being still, trusting yourself, loving yourself, and showing the world how to treat you and showing up for yourself and learning to not betray yourself anymore. I will end today's episode with a quote from Terry Tempest Williams. It says, For far too long we have been seduced into walking a path that did not lead us to ourselves. For far too long we have said yes when we wanted to say no. And for far too long we have said no when we desperately wanted to say yes. We do not listen to our intuition. We abandon our souls and we abandon our souls because we are afraid if we don't, others will abandon us. So, thank you so much for listening. I hope you subscribe. Please, please go ahead and subscribe. And if you'd like to dig deeper and dive deeper, if this resonated with you and you wanted to continue on this journey of self, please go to isabeldrawn.com like to get to know you a little bit better and guide you through this thank you so much for listening and do not forget to subscribe thank you and have a good day and rest of the week thank you for listening to loud whisper Reignite your voice podcast and i am your host isabel drawn from isabeldrawn.com. the best knowledge one can ever obtain in life is that of self take care thank you